0: From guns to wrecking balls, from beers to bulldozers, this is Still Under Construction
1: with Jason Halsey. Hey there, stranger. It's been too long since you've heard our silky silky smooth presentation. This is Still Under Construction. I'm your host, Jason Halsey. I am co-owner of Load Bearing Wall Pros. We take out load bearing walls to open up floor plans, but that is... As I like to say, the boring stuff. Co-owning the other half of co-owned Load Bearing Wall Pros is my sidekick, trusty brother forever, brother from the same flesh, sharing one mom, sharing one dad, Jared Holsey. Here I am. And uh, JBT coming to you live with that silky smooth voice and big loud laugh. Hey there. How you doing? Oh, you make me bless. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're far too kind with your words. <laughs> oh, Mr. Kevin E. over there with the serious face on. He's always got his finger on the uh, eject button. What's God. up, fellas? And uh, always got his finger on my volume button trying to bring me down right into the realm of reality. And he's man. Just,
2: but he's just ready for a good dump. We'll leave that Our one will? alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who did not like that? Playing, dun, dunk, dun, dunk, dun. playing wow. dump truck
1: on a high note everything that we talk about on this show is so positive mm-hmm. but we want to bring her own down sure you can't be positive all the time no 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 you got to be versatile what about what bugs you what annoying people in your world talk i like to know what it is that gets you guys what it, what is it that grinds your gears that happens out in society on oh an, on a regular basis what is it that uh that, that that really chaps your hide that smokes your that stuffs it up your tailpipe? Mm-mm. What is it that uh pours sugar in your tank? A empty beer bottle. Oh, oh, not that, not that. <laughs> but out in the wild, there's a there's a lot of annoying people. You know, there's the stay off your lawn, stay off my lawn, the the ex-military, the ex-marine in your neighborhood that has the perfectly green grass and he says, "Hey, Kids, get out my yard! Get out my lawn! For me, that guy is represented by my neighbor Manny.
2: Hmm. <laughs> oh, we went and named him. Oh, oh we Manny. went and named him
1: <laughs> the Minster. And Manny, I just moved in. I we I, my wife and I bought a new house about uh, eight months ago, and so we move in. And uh, I was backing into my driveway, and I was driving
2: my Nissan Leaf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means I don't I think we just went through our diesel talk In the previous episode And uh my, I think you, you made th- me about 9,000 pounds <laughs> off Yeah I think that if I bought a Nissan
1: Leaf I could probably drive it with my stomach
3: we need to get Dustin up here and uh, check the towing power of the Leaf.
1: Yeah, what's the towing capacity on a Leaf, Dustin? How does a gooseneck do hook to the roof? <laughs> the roof of the Leaf is the same height as the uh, ball on the tr- on the, in the on the bed of the trailer on the bed of the truck to haul the gooseneck. So anyway, I bu- I I may have driven, I may have used Manny's driveway as an extension of my own driveway. Oh. And so we had just moved in, so Manny comes up. It looks like he's got a lot on his mind. I think that he is very, very welcoming and inviting. I've never met Manny before, and he comes up to me and sticks out his hand. He says, hey, I'm Manny. I said, hey, Manny, I'm your new neighbor, Jason. And I was just about to, and I was going to invite him over for tea and crumpets. <laughs> but Manny went and said, hey, man, I need you to not drive your big 10,000-pound truck Hauling trailer, great with trailer on my driveway
2: ever again. Oh, he gave you the ever again, ever again. There you go, demanding. I was thinking, man, what happens if he needs you to help him move? You know, oh, we're not going to remember all that stuff. Yes, this this is my truck. No, I will not help you. (laughs) (laughs) You burnt that bridge.
1: Yeah. So yes, this is my truck. No, I will not help you move. And I don't care how much beer and pizza you order. Like I am in a spot in life where I can afford my own beer and pizza, so that's not going to compel me to come help you move just because I own a truck and a big enclosed trailer, and another enclosed trailer and a different enclosed trailer, and I have a lot of people at my disposal that are good at moving. No, I will not help you move. That Seems is not like my this job.
3: he pissed off the wrong guy.
1: Well, Manny, Manny is just a—he's just a blivet in the road. But I have tried to honor his request. Because the natural me wants to go and find the thing in my herbicide section of my shop <laughs> that's the strongest roundup on the planet, and I'm not going to just kill his grass. I'm going to kill everything that's green outside of his home. But I fought the urge because I'm 40 now, and it's hard to raise kids and like for your kids to know like that guy's yard now looks like Sodom and Gomorrah where salt has been... <laughs> imperviated into the soil and nothing will ever grow again i just want to write my name in his lawn and diesel but i'm not (laughs) i'm not going to do that because that might incriminate me and then my
2: my kid my kid would not and And so
1: i had a i had a moment because baker brothers plumbing is probably higher than any other plumbing company on the planet and I saw Baker Brothers locked down at Manny's house for about two solid weeks, Mm-mm. so I have to know that that cost Manny about a hundred k for Baker Brothers to be over there for Ooh. that long. So I kind of had a little bit of a... <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a smile.
2: Well, you know there are a lot of there are a lot of different things that get people all geeked up as far as people rubbing you the wrong way, and one one thing that I think everybody no matter where you live you've got some neighbor that does not make sure their dog leaves his droppings in the right receptacle they think your lawn is the best place for their dog to go and i think that just i mean they Come on, think, now.
1: They, No one thinks that your yard's the best place for the dog to go. They're just too lazy to pick it up. They just And I like to, they look out there, and they, they all of a sudden, they're a big admirer of your neighbor's uh, soffit. Yeah, no, they're and looking they're just deep. looking a little high, and they're, your yard is to their right, and they're looking left with a, a gazing look in their eye <laughs> as, as your dog hunkers down, as their dog hunkers down, and nervously, his tail, it's like a Play-Doh pump. Factory, the tail is like a (laughs) pumpkin. He just just sits there and does three loaves of brown Play-Doh in your lawn he—it It's like one it, of those soft serve machines. Yeah, know. and yes. dogs, I, you have to know that the dog is just as uncomfortable as those he's taking a dump in front of, because <laughs> dogs always have that so defeated, like, horse face. Like, oh, I, can't I know believe, it's wrong. I can't believe everyone's looking at me while I'm doing You're this. You're really going to make me do this? You're going to make me do this right here in front of you. God. And <laughs> so, Jared, I think it's the wrong perspective to take that your yard is selected for any choice other than the fact that that's where it all
2: caught up. Well, it, it certainly seems like that is the place because that is the landing zone for every dog in my neighborhood whether it be the husky or the chihuahua (laughs) (laughs) that seems to be just the the full-on aircraft carrier with the lights the homing beacon coming in and each dog lands just perfectly on the tarmac maybe the problem is yours for keeping your grass
1: Cut so short that you can see. <laughs> I do like short. <laughs> cut it's just grass. very inviting. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Makes everyone want. wants to poop on a tea box. Where do you live? <laughs> Where do you live? All right. There's lots of these people out there. Lots of people that are aggravating, irritating you, running you, running you, uh, running your blood pressure up. T- Terry, what about you? You what?
2: have you have anybody that?
3: I'm gonna tell you what grinds your gears. Gets on my. Last nerd is been working a big long week. You know, lowbearingwalls dot uh, <clears throat> Work a long week Saturday. I mean, you know, in the community. Okay. It yeah, it's a uh, very respectable to be when you're coming over someone's house. You call a week in advance. You don't just show up at nobody's door. You have to really kind of because on Saturday this is what get me long work week. Saturday Doom doom doom. <laughs> knock at the door <laughs> I'm not expecting no one
1: and <coughs> in the community if I, if I'm if I may if they're showing up dressed up well in the community they're there to either save your soul or take your soul to jail
3: this is <laughs> the only two reasons <laughs> <laughs> I'm not opening the door I don't know about you I don't want either of them in my house right I'm tiptoeing and I'm do 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 is this look through the door hey are you have have you uh accepted jesus as your lord and savior yes i have through the oh, door thank
1: you
2: And invite jehovah's <laughs> witness proselytizing the nation did they leave you with any literature that's what i was wondering do they leave you with any good material that you can look over and
3: see that's it i don't i don't give them the chance i just i, I mean yeah i'm kind of like the you hear me in the house but it's the tv
1: it's like a bank it's like a bank teller transaction it's like the the clerk behind the bulletproof glass i am going to give i'm going to show no side of my underbelly to let you involve me in any way i'm
3: here but (laughs) you don't know that behind this door
1: i'll tell you the person that really grinds my gears is you go out to dinner with some buddies and everyone starts whooping and laughing and having a big time but then the check comes out and all of a sudden, everyone gets a set of alligator arms, and oh, they man. were they were not shy with ordering the Dom Perion to kick the thing off, and then the six appetizers, and the uh, the bowl of punch with the uh, little uh, uh, raccoon face straw coming out, and the, and the sharks swimming around, and the and blo- the blood water, or whatever else, and then the check comes out. They're like, oh man, I cannot believe that I have forgotten my wallet. And I left it over there. You know, you always got the other buddies that bring uh, no beer and no cigarettes to the party, but they love to partake. Uh, personal favorite is the lady writing a check at the store and trying to use every coupon that they have that has come in the Val Pack and she's up there trying to calculate and resuscitate and something oh, else, educate and she is she 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 fancies herself a consumer of the highest order that pays that gets more but pays less that her she stretches her dollar fast farther than anyone else kids crying in restaurants i mean they're everywhere on the other side of the coin i am the offender uh-oh. I have a dog that gets out and runs rampantly through the neighborhood. My kids let the dog out over and over. It poops in everyone's yard. Those of you who are oh, my neighbors, see, that's you. You're one of these guys. Sweet. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I. But you know what? The Plano Pound is on me. I. They take their pound of flesh out of me. It's freaking. It's freaking a good deal that the the breeder. Gave me this misfit dog and they refunded our money on the dog because we have equaled what we would have purchased the dog for in fees to the Plano Pound. They hammer us. We're at about eight or nine hundred bucks with the Plano Pound on the animal control
2: side and they are mad at us do you have any kind of frequent flyer card with the uh, plano oh they have my Pen-
1: credit card on direct deposit oh draw, they just keep, they sh- yeah, they, <laughs> they keep it on fire they, don't, <laughs> they don't, don't even worry about it. they, they just, don't use like, the whatever whatever the, it is like they they look they have a chip in her back and they just run they it just it's swipe like it. it she they just run her past the machine and it just it's like my other Bluetooth, aggravating thing is, a barcode yeah. on there yeah <laughs> it's, it's like my other aggravating thing the self-checkout line And invariably, that machine has me saying to it, there are no other freaking items in the bagging area. Stop (laughs) telling me that. (laughs) All right, I'm going to get us out of here. That was uh, one little segment on what annoys you and what bugs you soliciting talk. Hang in in there with us. On the other side, we're going to talk barbecue, how we got into smoking and the art of smoking, and what makes smoking so much fun.
0: Don't move. More of Still Under Construction is next on RNCN. Research and Education is a nonprofit providing a permanent home to over 50 abused and abandoned big cats in DFW. Come out for a tour and meet our amazing lions, tigers and leopards. For more information, go to carerescuetexas.com You're tuned in to the Real News Communications Network, streaming 24 hours a day at realnewscn.com You're listening to Still Under Construction with Jason Halsey on RNCN
1: Hey, Jason Holsey and the podcast team coming back to you live. Well, sort of live. We're recorded. We're live in your ear right now, as it uh, as it were. You can take us with you. Kev, what's the info on the uh, app and all the stuff that that? You details? want to take
4: us with you from your smartphone? You can just go to realnewscn.com, click listen now. Our station is tw- uh, streaming 24 hours a day. If you want to hear us on demand, go to iTunes. Or uh, also on RealCN.com, you can select the program. If you want the app, just search Real News Communications Network on iOS App
1: Store, and you can find it there. It's really technical. I cannot be trusted with all such as that information. So I could confuse myself. I actually was doing something on my phone and had to fake defer to Kev just to buy some time. <laughs> <to start>. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> you
2: know, Kev uh, is pretty quick on the pickup.
1: He is. He's uh, he's done this before. He's a savvy oh, guy. Thanks, guys. Are Very you flattering? A, are you a status bro? Yeah, yeah, that is me. Do you? Uh, what
4: do you do with status bro? um well if you're if you're throwing me a plug on your show which i which i appreciate you can hear me on 97 one the eagle saturday and sunday night from 7 to midnight also on talk radio eleven ninety a.m you can hear the status Pro from 6 to 7 p.m central time which is basically uh when i was in college i noticed i always wanted to work in radio and the funniest stuff that ever happened was when dudes were just sitting around talking nobody's around not worried about what anybody thinks. It, hilarity would often ensue, and I'm like, I want a radio show that just feels like you're hanging out with the guys. So that's that's kind of how that all started. And it, you, you
1: enjoy it. I you? do.
4: It's it, it started off as a podcast because I was in college, and we went totally uncensored, non-filtered, said whatever the hell we want, and then we got picked up by 1190, and they were like... Yeah, you guys can't do any of that. <laughs> you got to pump the so, brakes so a little so bit. So take what you have. <laughs> take half so of it. So I want
1: to fast forward to, say, you and the current madam or the next madam or any of the madams, that y'all decide to have a child. And she is a girl. And All she right. goes back and listens to dad on the radio <laughs> in, in the college days. Would you be able to tell her, we are... The Ebling family is a law and order family above all else and we don't accept I would advise any Mickey that. Mouse behavior. I would say until
4: a certain age. Do not listen to me in that time of my life. Wait till I was uh, restricted by FCC guidelines. And <laughs> even then I'm not that happy. I still wouldn't want it, my daughter listening.
1: I'm with you on that. There's a lot of stuff I say that I wouldn't want my daughter listening to anyway. All right, also joined co-host, co-owner, Jared Holsey. Hey, hey. Howdy. And JBT, throwing down the big laugh. And, uh, you know, he's got the occasional funny quip. Say, hey, come on, yeah. pipe up there, JBT. You can't have mic on. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in a building. I'm in a building. <laughs> I got him all the way cranked. In the building. <laughs> Well, JBT was struggling. T. He was struggling with a little bit of nervousness. JBT, and, and one of these days we're going to tell the story about how JBT came to be the proud owner of that name. Oh man, I own it and I claim it. In the meantime, I claimed it. <laughs> the, uh, you got the, our
4: listeners on pins and needles. Yeah, back, right, back up. right.
1: The the high drama is just too much for anyone to have to. Oh my gosh! Tolerate week to week. Getting going on the art of smoking. So, uh bullets, barbecue, beer. we hadn't talked to any barbecue. we mm-hmm. didn't talk to any barbecue last last episode, so we're going to rectify the error of our ways this time. My last and fr- my first smoker was given to me by my cousin. This smoker was welded together by the future. Something farm people of America. What do they call them? <laughs> I think it's maybe future farmers, farmers of, oh. of America. It was kids in a class in a school. <laughs> room. I was homeschooled, so I don't know any of this stuff. No, uh, it was very eloquent. It was future. Somebody's doing tried. something good. That's kind of
2: rural. That's kind. That was right. Not and they that have a they have a
1: welder and some stuff, and they're a little bit misguided, but they make a smoker. Okay, so it was given to my cousin, and then my cousin bequeathed this gift onto me. And I fancied myself a barbecue professional barbecue uh, to the stars. And so I start cooking barbecue on this thing. But, you know, it seems like everything takes a little bit longer. The book says that the brisket should go for this long, and then it goes for this long times four. (laughs) And then you cook uh, something else on there, and it goes for this long times five. And so I fiddle with this thing, fiddle with it. And I finally just gave up on that smoker and just said, you know what? Screw it all. Uh, one night of sleep is not worth
2: the half a barbecue brisket that this <laughs> thing puts out. <laughs> but, you have, but you have to say why it was that you <laughs> – right. well, how, how did you find out right. one right, Thanksgiving? Right. Yeah. How this, did it go? And
1: period. so somebody, my brother Jared, gives me this uh, meat thermometer that sits in the pit. And the and I, so I at first and you put the meat thermometer, this is digital meat thermometer, you put it in the pit with your meat, and it sits in there, and it says this pit is X degrees, you know, thermometer. It's How simple. else would you expect even it to me? Work? Yeah,
4: I mean, I you know can, nothing about India. Does that make sense? To you me. can follow that. So yeah. it says
1: this this barbecue pit is 112 degrees, and I say. Uh, no. My (laughs) thermometer says this pit is 250. And so what I learned was my barbecue thermometer on the outside of my hand-me-down to a hand-me-down created by the future farmers of something or other pit thermometer was 140 degrees off. (laughs) Whoa. Dang it, <laughs> dang it, dang it all! Fruits are farmers. Because that makes
4: sense to me. Because, right, I mean, I, when it comes to the actual smoker, a smoker's a smoker, right? I mean, you were able to make one with, with rebar and cinder blocks, right? It's all about the timing and the temperature, right?
1: Right? Right? So when you have no timing and no temperature, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let <laughs> me say that. <this>. When, <laughs> no when you have no you temperature, you have no temperature. Timing. You have infinite timing. <laughs> and so we would roll the turkey breast which was supposed to cook in four hours and it took 16 hours <laughs> and i was thinking dad gum this smoking meat is not for me so anyway i moved on to greener pastures i had a buddy show me the light i got a vertical water smoker and now we are putting out some pretty dad gum compelling barbecue we uh, on a regular basis k- smoke you know six to eight briskets out there in the backyard and a lot of times we sell them on uh, we get on the facebook and say hey 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 firing up the smoker here's some barbecue and we, we we peddle our briskets out there so now i've got this restaurant in my neighborhood that is serving sunday lunch and they're serving my brisket for sunday lunch okay all right which which is cool, you know. I appreciate that, and I appreciate the effort that they're going to to, and they and they love it, and they've had a huge. They've they they are going live with it in a couple of weeks, and they've had a, a bunch of interest in it. So we'll see what happens. So we're selling our brisket through this restaurant. It's going to be good.
2: We need a little competition going on in here. I, I feel like Jared. Do you do do you smoke as well? I do. I do indeed. And I, we've learned a lot together. Jason is way out in front of me. Uh, on a lot of this but um he has over the past couple of years gifted me with a couple of uh items he started with a big green egg as a christmas bonus one year and then we i've now gotten a vertical smoker of my own from him also uh and so we've we've been in competitions together we went down to the uh well, uh, barbecue bandits and blues yeah, festival the, down in Oak Cliff was yeah, that a was ton awesome. of fun. It's an overnight, so you actually arrive. They check your meat. You check all your meat in. They hand it back to you, and then you prep it and cook. You smoke it right there. So we entered in, and we actually won uh, with a semi with a semi burned brisket. We won second place in bar in brisket, which is the hardest meat uh, competition in pretty much any uh, barbecue competition. And uh, so we were pretty happy with that, especially when they told us that nobody had won anything that wasn't a part of the inner circle in fifteen years. So yeah, was, I think oh, you guys yeah. should
4: throw down. We're in a radio studio. I mean, there's tons, tons <laughs> of people around who all want to eat free food. Come in, do some taste testing, see who can. Uh,
2: well, it's smoke mostly a better brisket. it's mostly a hobby. With uh, I mean, Jason's brisket is just off the chain, but it's mostly a hobby, and it's fun to you know have uh, Lily's Cafe is the group that we're serving brisket too and it's fun to have them they're just real local real small group and it's fun to be able to do something with it but it's just mostly a hobby so we we have had a turkey off before oh uh and jason's smoked turkey was just out of this world good and so uh but we have we have four brothers and each one of <laughs> us came with a different turkey so jason came with smoked turkey my brother Rhett came with a. Uh, uh, a bake, oven, uh oven, yeah, a baked, tur- a baked turkey. Or
4: or, I'm just a producer trying to figure out a way to get some free barbecue in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see that. I see, yeah, you're pulling hard. I'm else watering here, listening to you guys talk about this. And
2: then I fried a turkey, Um and the fried turkey was absolutely out. I would have to say it was
3: close between you were the, there. S-
2: the smoked turkey and the fried turkey. Yeah. Two different
3: flavors Two different you know, Come on, consi- give me some love The consistency The fried turkey the, was the, I mean, it depends on what world 10. you're living in at that moment It was an 11 uh, I would have to say
4: uh, <laughs> Okay, so just out of curiosity When it comes to like Which is more juicy The smoked or the fried?
3: Uh, is this uh, I'm not answering that question <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's taking allegiance between one of the two brothers if he answers all that right, question all right, in the fair direction. Fair enough. Fair enough. So the fried turkey I'm not is not trying to drive a wedge. No, no. So the fried turkey is in oil, and you in, and we injected it before. I mean, the thing was so dadgum. <sighs> okay, just, all that's pretty funny, but okay.
1: I want to fast forward <laughs> to when you when you fry the turkey later without my supervision. Yeah, um... and you may have so gotten Kevin, the do math you wrong. Have
2: a, Kevin. Do you have a dump? For this next one. When portion. fried turkeys go wrong,
1: Jared Holsey <laughs> What happens when you miscalculate how long a bird should be in the
2: Burling Earl? Uh, this comes back to a thermometer uh, issue. I checked the bird, and I, there's, there was you know, an ice cube. It, there was some kind of an ice cube down it, in where I was stabbing.
1: It's a poor workman who blames his equipment. If you, look, if you were here and look at the he so face he was making
2: explanation when he. There. <laughs> um, so I pulled it up and it looked like some kind of a uh, oh I mean prehistoric yeah some kind of, yeah this was <laughs> this was over in England we had some homo, one of these landed Homo non erectus. Pull up the skeleton. Free range. It was gone. I took a thirty-pound turkey and rendered it into a pot of oil and about a six-ounce carcass.
4: Did anyone taste test this?
2: No, there no one. Come on,
4: just for the sake of.
2: wasn't much to chew off there. It had actually boiled the marrow out of the bones. So it'd be like trying to eat a rib. Like <laughs> oh no, way oh. way past that. There, uh. there it'd be a... like trying to eat a
1: charcoal briquette. <laughs> <laughs> But it was very—it was a moist briquette, you would say. Oh man! So that was—and that was with your in-laws too. And that's when you told them you had this okay. thing. And, and, okay, yeah. and you said like, "Hey, mm. in-laws, let me come up there. I'm going to dial up some of my special." <laughs> down home turkey fried loving that's what he's trying to get the points for son-in-law of the year year. (laughs) son-in-law of the year son-in-law of the year just did well to not burn the deck off the back of the house at least he made a statement coming up on the other side we got to get out of here and let some sponsors do their thing but we're going to talk cops and robbers cops robbers good versus evil predator versus prey blue versus perpetrator Don't move.
0: More of Still Under Construction is next on RNCN.
1: For America's wounded warriors, coming home can be a battle in itself. The USO provides ways for all of us to support our wounded warriors. Join us. Visit USO.org to learn how you can make a difference in their lives.
0: You're listening to RNCN, the number one source for premium talk radio. You're listening to Still Under Construction with Jason
1: Halsey on RNCN. And more of a good thing, if some is good, more is better. Got a couple of guys here in the studio. They've been with us for a while, but we're going to make them something that they are in another life, outside of load-bearing wall removal. This is classic case of cops versus robbers, good versus evil, predator and prey, the pursuer and the pursued. Pursued. Blue versus perp. <laughs> JBT. <laughs> what is that? That's the siren. What, what is that? A little something in the in the rearview mirror that shouldn't be there? You wouldn't know nothing about that. Well. <laughs> People aren't trying to hold you down your whole life. My life is not free of legal encumbrances. It just doesn't have as many as JBT's.
3: I wish I could say the same, but, yeah. Uh, okay. 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 It's on you. Okay. All right. This is you.
1: So. Got. Uh, and then Jared, co-host, brother. Uh, co-owner, Load Bearing Wall Pros, that's the boring stuff. We just have to say it because um, our business pays the bill on us emanating to you live from Lincoln Center, and if we don't do that, then our the leadership of the company will get on to us. Both owners will. Both owners who are currently on the microphone. Um, so anyway, um, sorry, before we move too far past this, Kevin E. is on the board uh damn producing y'all show is fun. It, it's a <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: you look like you're having a bad time.
4: <laughs> As I open my
1: third or fourth beer, whatever it is, this, this segment. Means, yeah. This <laughs> minute. Good versus evil. Um so Jared in a former life was a uh Reserve, police officer, is that the right word to use for it? That is
2: the right word, yes.
1: And small city, north of town, just a little bit. But Jared, Jared's always had a strong sense of right versus wrong. Me, on the other hand, I do not want to give anyone a bad time ever. I think live and let live. Just uh, let everybody
2: do whatever it is that they want. At uh, any do
1: term. what you feel. Do what you feel. There was an episode of The Simpsons one time. It was like, do what you feel. It was like, do what you feel year on The Simpsons. And everyone just, it's like, if you feel like punching your neighbor in the face, that's what you do. It's
4: a good sentiment. A good, good metaphor for life, The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And so Jared, uh, out there fighting crime. One, uh, it, This is, my wife said it best. This is Jared's uh,
2: deer hunting. That's true.
1: And, he, and But it's a human that you're after. So it, it, hopefully you're not hunting them. Well, hopefully I'm you're out there trying to bring that. a little bit of right into their life. Exactly, exactly. Shut down the drunk driver. Slow down the speeder. Um,
2: give a ticket to a federal judge. That was a that was probably a mistake. I didn't realize at the time that what had happened was. But it's so a very aggressive. different. You know, yeah. it
1: could have been a lot different if she had told you that she was a federal judge right out of the gate. That's kind of mean to sandbag the new officer.
2: Yeah. I mean, officer, <laughs> and be a federal judge. That
4: is judge. true. As you kind of pull the Texas switch on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, and when you go back up and you say, "All right, ma'am, let me just get a little bit of information from you," I just. Uh, need your place of employment, she said, or I need your, you know, anyway, get some information. then she say from, and she says, the flipping courthouse? Yeah, she wasn't a federal, she was a district judge, oh. but same difference. She said, I'm a district judge, so she's only felony cases, and so I'm saying interesting book I have so I, have, I know I Booker. didn't I didn't decide to arrest her at that point I said well yeah, Terry um, that's how your... That's, that's how a
1: traffic stop goes <laughs> that's how a traffic stop goes She's on, guilty. on when they when, uh, when there's a vehicle piloted by you that's how the traffic it's guns drawn traffic stop with you but come on
2: pre in, in a pre in a previous life for Terry yeah so I said Oh, ma'am, I am so you know, and I'm just fresh fish out there. I have no idea what I am doing as far as all of the ins and outs. And I think, oh, ma'am, I'm so sorry. I've written this ticket. Well, until the ticket is filed with the court, it is not actually a court document. And so I, uh, I said, well, ma'am, I'm just, I'm just so sorry about that. I'm gonna have. She said, that's all right. That's all right. Go ahead and go ahead and write whatever you need. So I ran her the ticket, and about oh, I don't know. Uh, it easily thirty three seconds later, I get a call from my police chief. Hmm. Hey there, buddy, old pal. You writing? You writing, You writing people tickets? Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. I sure am. I'm. 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 Uh, yes, to sir, s- sure, sir. Thought that was like my job. I was trying to. I'm trying to slow people down on the roadways. Uh, I am an <laughs> enforcement officer for the state of Texas, and uh, I just. I. Yes, sir. I. I am i doing something wrong no 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 you're not uh let's it's just not that you gave her a ticket <laughs> it's <laughs> who you gave the ticket to <laughs> that's the problem anyway all part of being a cop good versus evil she didn't have to be that evil um so terry any experiences with Ooh, the here we go the Uh-oh. heat is on <laughs> The heat, the heat. How apropos you should call it the explanation. I mean, which the one? I mean, buzz. like
3: the. uh Would you want the recent one, or you want the? Oh one from, oh, no, yeah. long time ago. Well, in the community, in the community, what do you call the police Okay, do you want the ABC or you want the? Short- <laughs> the <shortlist. laughs> I just okay, okay, no, seriously, no, see, okay, yeah, I'm okay, I'm going to give you the inside. I'm going to. I know you know the inside. I'm going to give you the the hearts the detail the thing of okay this is what we call the police and community it's a bunch of different names you call them five o. haters <laughs> oh no yeah, you call them haters i mean for yeah, you call them because they kind of like hating what you got going on with your, <laughs> what's going on <laughs> which is evil so you trying to stop what i yeah. got going on you a bit of a hater <laughs> That <laughs> the man, I mean, you know, the man. I mean, Okay, you know, it's it's a long it's a long list. It's a, but me, I I have no problem with the. I love the police, especially on. Oh, see, I appreciate the. You see, this is why I appreciate the police now, because I'm on the right side of the law now. Sure, and I have stuff that I do not want taken. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I mean, back such as back, your picture, such
2: as your rights, yeah. exactly. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's valuable. <laughs> yeah, can we expand on that a little? bit <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so Let's you don't? Just... Are you saying you don't want to be robbed, and so you have a uh, nine-one-one as a speed dial on your phone because dialing three numbers? I don't want
3: to be anything, right? Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, it's a, you know, living on that side was that side. I wasn't. Right. Too much of penitentiary, but now then I'm, you know...
1: Wait, wait, you penitentiary, you trailed, trailed off there.
3: Because yeah, like, that's the, you know,
2: that's the, hey, the line. <laughs> being on the wrong side of the line. It's Going like, to the uh, penitentiary will get your attention. It's like
1: being at oh, the Alamo. Man.
2: I've never been to the Alamo. Could no, you tell me how Neither have I? I t- <laughs> so being, being a cop in a small town, uh, we didn't deal a lot with the penitentiary but uh i got a question i got a question this is a what if
3: okay black guy six three white guy six three okay beat up car all right pull him over speeding who's driving what
2: the white guy is driving i mean
3: this is (laughs) he's in a small town come on
2: (laughs) what do you do uh speeding so they need at least to be have to go up and identify myself. Have Are you to go identify by the driver. Have to identify the driver for sure. Kind of identify yourself. Gotta Six three by yourself.
1: Chisel
3: chest.
2: <clears throat> so in a one officer town, which I used to work in uh you approach the car depending on the situation, you approach the car and you know cops get a bad rap, uh, especially these days there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, bad talk about cops and uh, the truth of the matter is the there are some there are some jerks out there for sure. Um, but the majority of them are trying to do just what everybody else is at their job. They're trying to make a living and in this particular job, uh, what's really hard to believe for citizens because they're writing tickets and they're giving you a hard time about things that you're doing wrong, they're try- the, the laws are in place to keep everybody safe. So driving above the posted speed limit, which I have never done before, uh, you know, that's, a, that's something that the state views as a problem. So what uh, the state's saying, it's not safe for you to do that. And so what do we have to do? Well, we have to slow them down. So you do that by – you get compliance by – what I try to do is I used to try to get people to slow it down and go on without getting a ticket. If they need a ticket, then that's what they're going to get.
1: Okay, everyone wants to know the million-dollar question is how many miles an hour over the speed limit can I drive legally? I mean that's
2: <laughs> yeah. the
3: magic
1: question. Kevin E, what what do you think? Is that the question that, that that's absolutely the question because I've always
4: um in my head but I was this could be total BS, but what I rationalize is if I go seven over, I gotta be good. I mean a cop's gotta be a douche to give you a ticket for seven nine, over. Nine. I think nine is on the
2: cusp. No, he ten. said
1: nine, you're fine, ten, you're mine. That's Come it. On. Nine you're fine, ten nine, you're mine Nine you're
2: okay. But okay, I, mean, I am yours. When it now comes that's, to <laughs> that, that's, no, that's that's that was me. But that could be a technological no, thing as you well, learned right? That somewhere. Well, a- but I mean that's what that's what we were told by some. It's it of course there's no training that can tell you to pull someone but, over. It's all left to officer discretion. But but nothing's totally
4: accurate, one hundred percent of the time off the board. So your speedometer or their speed gun could be off a mile per hour or two. So maybe you're safer doing the, the seven or eight. That's
2: probably true. However, uh, our radars were that. That is way
1: too well thought. Yeah, through, yeah. See, know. he's been pulled over, and he's given that to some. I've heard that line so I mean, many he's really times. Really like me on the cars. Ours,
2: ours are calibrated yeah. every single shift. So every time you get into car, you calibrate your radar, and it's based on a tuning fork. So it's uh, pretty accurate. Very accurate. Yeah. yeah. Within a half mile an hour. Well so. that's one
4: thing I hate in my new car. It's got the digital speedometer. I much prefer the analog. I just feel like it's it has to be more accurate. I don't <laughs> know why. I just yeah. feel like it is.
2: Well, that's definitely that, that definitely happens. Um a big thing in the law enforcement world right now is CHLs and people wanting to carry open. And th- I get a lot of questions about that from my buddies that know that I used to be a cop and they tell me, Hey, you know, you what's uh you know, what's the rules on the CHL? Man, I'll tell you this from walking into a bunch of different places, restaurants and all that, it does not seem like anybody wants you to carry open. I'm not saying as a cop, I'm just saying right. it is as soon as they pass 30 odd seven, which is 30.07, uh, which is open carry. I mean, that is, and no one wants it. It's on the bottom of this building that we're recording in right now. As soon as you, they don't care if you carry concealed. Keep that thing hidden, and we're out. But, all but good. you and I both
1: carry every single day. We, there's not a day that goes by that we don't have a gun in our pocket, and we're ready for the apocalypse to hit at all times. <laughs> Zombies, and we're going to shoot them. That's we're just it. looking for. Just give me an excuse to shoot somebody. <laughs> that on. is how they that roll. Is so not true, but it takes a God, lot. Of, I love the Constitution. Yeah, I do too. It's <laughs> such a valuable document. But we uh, are always prepared for the worst, and we're going to assume the best out of everyone around us. But the thirty hot seven. One time I was in Colorado. They've had open carry forever. Maybe it's Wyoming. I can't remember which Wyoming, Arizona. And I was it. just, I was standing in a Burger King getting a burger, and some cowboy just walks in. He's got a big six shooter on his side, <laughs> and he's over there at the soda fountain getting a did, drink. And I like did a tumbleweed. Bless yeah, guys. no. Wow, wow,
3: wow. Did
4: this Burger King have two, two swinging doors? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's At like he just, anyone who doesn't want to get killed better clear on out the back. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it, it looks weird and all that stuff, but CHL is a pretty cool element to our Constitution, and my wife, I need, I've encouraged her to go get her CHL, and I wish she would because I think that this right may go away sooner than later, and anyone that doesn't have a CHL should probably... Take it seriously and go get it. On the other side, we're going to talk about something that may be controversial to some of you, Uh but it is the English versus Spanish.
0: More of Still Under Construction with Jason Halson coming up.
2: See it all around.
0: Something that every business owner relies on is good advice, and that's where SCORE can help.
2: SCORE is a nonprofit organization where we provide free business consulting services to people who want to start a business.
0: For nearly 50 years, SCORE mentors have been helping businesses realize their dreams. What's even better than dreams is making a dream come true. Volunteer your expertise. You've got it. Share it. Volunteer your expertise today. At score.org. You're tuned in to the Real News Communications Network, streaming 24 hours a day at realnewscn.com. Breaking down the walls of radio, this is Still Under Construction with Jason Halsey on RNC.
1: Oh, my gatos. We are back again. Segment here talking about spinach versus the king's English.
2: Uh, we, uh, Spanish, I think you read that I mean, wrong. Uh, oh,
1: excuse me, excuse me. My talking points say spinach. <laughs> <laughs> no espanol. No hablo no. espanol. On the job site, Jared and I are both uh, proficient in the Spanish language, and we have a lot of Mexican workers and we call them Mexican because that is their preference, not ours. That's right. Forever, we called them Hispanic, and we were trying to be politically correct. But but Mexican is the preferred nomenclature. And then in well, our it world, depends on where they're from, for yeah, sure. If it depends they're from on where Mexico, they're working our men, all of our men, we don't have anyone that's not from Mexico. And so one day, our men, one of one of our guys that works for us said, "Dude, I am a Mexican. I don't know where Hispania is." <laughs> And so, Holmes. Uh, <laughs> Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd
0: goes wild.
1: But they said, uh, "Hey, we don't. I don't know where Hispania is, so I prefer to be called a Mexican, to a Hispanic." And so, since then, we just call them Mexicans, per their request. So, uh, one one funny thing about Jared and I both speaking Spanish is we'll be standing at a customer's house. And we need to discuss some stuff that maybe should be slightly more private than public. And in the face of the customer, we just feel like we're probably pretty secure. Um, You know, like when you and your uh, one buddy in uh, grade school decided that you were the only two that knew Pig Latin... (laughs) 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 Ooday, <laughs> <laughs> <uyay, expay>, <laughs> I, I already know, know what that is. is And so Pig Latin uh, And so you <laughs> thought you were the only two guys That knew Pig Latin on the planet, right? And you said that And then everyone around you was like Hey man, I got the hieroglyphic interpreter crown From Burger King earlier <laughs> <laughs> And my little magic wand Can see right through these words you're throwing down And I have the... The listening ear uh, from Burger King to understand exactly what you're saying, so your secrets are no longer safe. What's the Edward Snowden? He shared all the codes. <laughs> with the spy man getting deep off into spy talk, but Jared and if I only think he that knew we have,
4: BK could have hooked it up. We yeah,
1: have, yeah. We have, that was his first problem right there. We, we have, yeah, it was so simple. And so, Jared, and I think we have this super private language. And so, in ninety-eight point nine percent cases, it works well. Jared and I can speak Spanish back and forth to each other. So, a couple of gringos, so the Mexican workers that we have, like they know us as gringo. Actually, I'm a fat guy. They call <laughs> me gordo. And so, it, I it size. is offensive. Yeah, well, it is in the white and the white man in the white Choose man a world. In the white man world, being called a fat guy is not uh, is not received well. And I had to get over it. And they called Jared red for the red hair.
4: Oh, I, all right. I didn't even notice he had
1: red hair. Uh, th- I mean, not so far as to say, like, carrot top. or it's something. not, like, straight <laughs>
4: up <ginger. It's
3: laughs>
1: Carrot top. Well, it's it's straight out there up now. ginger, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so uh, so they, they they just describe you accurately. You know, I think they're a very accurate
2: bunch they're extremely observant observant hmm. anyway jared
1: and i speak spanish back and forth to each other sometimes and occasionally it doesn't work out when we're telling someone a strategy we're going to take on their house and it may be slightly off the trail that we originally went down and jared and i are talking spanish back and forth and occasionally we'll have a cu- or one time in i mean lots of lots of jobs we had a customer just kind of finish the sentence for us and we we're kind of like whoa, whoa. <laughs> All right, hola. Uh, <laughs> evidently, the decoder ring has Boy, gotten then. out. Yeah, cómo estás? Yeah, <laughs> and this guy's, uh, this guy's on to us. So we it's we we, we have the our worker bees working for us, and you know, peddling away, and they are, but they catch on to phrases which are really, really, really funny, <laughs> and so they have uh, words that they decide that they are going to latch onto. And uh, oh my gatos is one of them, and so they think they're saying <laughs> oh
2: my gosh, but they're saying oh my cat. It's a cat, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, but they're they're just lining up the sound, the phonetical sound, and so you know they hear plenty of people say oh my gosh, and they say oh, oh my gosh, oh my. Go-. They're saying oh my gatos. Oh, I got it. All right. Oh my <laughs> oh gatos. My God. So now <laughs> our guys say oh my gatos, and there's so many inside jokes uh, within these within the language barrier. Uh, community and so that is of course an inside joke on our side and then another one is we've got a uh, we have a the roach coach are you familiar with the roach coach absolutely so the roach coach i'm a fan of the roach oh yeah best tacos you'll ever have and the worst tacos possibly all in the same day so the roach coach rolls up and the guys all get their uh Tasty, delicious treats from the Roach Coach, but you have to say that all Roach Coaches are not created equal. Right? That is for that sure. That's very true. That is very true. So true. So the Roach Coach rolls up, and our guys are the framers, and they they go out to uh, talk to the guy and get some wares. And he says uh, he's an old country guy that used to stop by the job site, and he he'd say uh, appreciate you, you know, as they'd walk off. So they'd buy their they'd buy their brisket sandwich or tacos, and they'd say, and he'd say appreciate you. And so they have no idea what I appreciate you means. <laughs> and he didn't have a really good way of saying it to where you understand his what Spanish he's saying. His Spanish was not all that good. <laughs> uh, his so, desire
1: to speak Spanish was not all that high. Yeah, I appreciate was,
2: you is probably the trickiest way you can say thank you very much.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's and very deceptive so, <laughs> when
4: it comes to our uh, dialect.
2: So he says, I appreciate you. And they finally got enough of it, and they said, "Man, all right, like well, guys, hey, hey, how did? When's the when's the appreciator coming by?" I said, P- "What the what?" And they're asking me this in Spanish, and they said, "When's the appreciator?" I said, "Appreciator." And they said, "Yeah, appreciator." He always says, "Appreciator." I said, well, it's I appreciate you. It's uh, he's saying they thank named you. They named, they named They named him, named him the appreciator. The, they named him the thank you guy. <laughs> and uh, so it just is. It is real funny on what they cue in on. And Jason, what what was the ad that we ran they on the ticket? Appreciator. Yeah, the appreciator.
1: They say they say like uh, they say uh, Jason. So after a while, like I mean, this probably didn't come very naturally to many of you, but in our world we call the Roach coach to come to the new job site so when we change job sites we call the appreciator and the appreciator comes to the new job <laughs> site to he'll never a, be anything else but he comes and he knows that he has got he has got uh, 10 guys that ten mouths he's gonna feed and it's 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 a solid business for him right so when he comes rolls in he, he knows come here And we're always working in neighborhoods that have a lot of construction going on. We're taking out load bearing walls and all such as it is. But the appreciator comes, and it is always pretty funny. And they call him the apprec. They named him the appreciator. And then he died, and his wife took up his route, and so they call her she appreciator, Mrs. (laughs) Appreciator. No, they call her Miss Appreciator. The legacy lives on. (laughs) <laughs> we got and you know we hear all kinds of mixed up phrases and so the guys will latch on to certain things that they learn <laughs> learn how to know so the appreciator is one of them and w- one of my guys is always saying jason what did you did what you, you did what you did i'm like oh man i made a, some tenses I'm, are getting I'm, mixed up i made, there. Made, oh, made, just made a big mess and it's pretty funny here but you know it's kind of cool to see them start trying to power through and learn the english language but when the beer flows, the Eng, the English comes out. Mm-hmm. And so all of our guys are kind yeah. of sleepers. Oh, yeah. And then in our business, we're framing contractors. We I mean, we we drink beer. I mean, that's just all there is to it. We don't drink while we're working. Bottoms up. Bottoms up's right. But, uh, man, when a hard day's done, <laughs> I mean, we, we're beer drinkers, and that's just all there is to it. And so... Uh, the the guys are able to teach four hundred level English classes
2: uh, after four Miller after four yeah, it, yeah, British literature. Yeah, 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 even like, I take lessons. Oh. Yeah. We've got dissertations <laughs> <being> <laughs> <laughs> in <laughs> the works as they are Budweisers are going down. It or not, Six I'm, Frosties and their professor. <laughs> <laughs> professor, I'm an English 101 and right down now. And and I'm they're from They're using
1: America. a gerund <laughs> and they're diagramming a run on sentence and diagnosing all the people who are not using. <laughs> no, use the uh, verb. Use the verb.
2: Uh, don't in a sentence with a preposition
1: <laughs> okay so there you go
2: <laughs> well speaking of our high-level uh, uh, English newcomers you've got to tell them about uh, mr. president oh.
1: so Mr. President Mr. Flores is one of our workers and he is he's the layback comedic sniper. So he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't, sharp shooter. He, doesn't yeah. he doesn't, he doesn't take every opportunity, but he goes for the kill shot, he does, no. I may not, <laughs> what does he say, what is the most interesting man alive, oh I may I, not, I may not always drink beer, but when I do, it's Dos Equis, when Mr. President decides that he's going to take a kill shot and he's going to open his mouth, it's precise. It is, it's, precise. It's, 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 it's a zinger. It's a killer. It's, no, sur- it's, it's a zinger. And so, yeah. and so uh, I have an ad that runs on the ticket, and it says, Mr. President, Mr. Mr. Gorbachev, Gorbachev. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And then I say, thanks, Mr. President. And so um, Jose Flores has... <laughs> he repeats it over and over again he, and so every time he to ju- 1310 the ticket <laughs> and he has gotten it and he's gotten it and he says to me all the time he calls me Mr. president. <laughs> well in our world it's coming back at you if you come up with something witty we're gonna put it back on you. So now we call Mr. Flores Mr. president and it is pretty doggone funny to see the guys and now they're they he, they've taken it to the next level and they call him Vincent Fox. I mean, wouldn't Vincent Fox, the president that dropped the F bomb, <laughs> uh, I, I don't think they. I don't think they call him Vincent Fox. Vicente uh, Vincent, Vicente Fox. Yeah, Vin, Oh, <laughs> well, I'm just a, a slightly more American version. <laughs> <laughs> Vincent Fox said, "F Donald Trump." Right? We're not Whoa. building this flipping wall. I mean, he can take <laughs> all the walls in the world and just pound them straight up his, you know, where. Mr. President is a very, very funny comedic sniper, and he absolutely brings a lot of joy and levity to the job. And he's one of those guys that has decided that he's going to take this job seriously and move up the ladder, uh, advance, learn the language, plug into the community here. Because a lot of the guys, I have a guy that's worked for me for nine years now, and his English consists of check beer car
2: ladder hammer nail and that's it and he just does not care but even though it may just consist of those words what does seem kind of funny is when it comes time to receive your check they're all CPAs, even though they may not know the English language very well. They're all CPAs. They're well, no, Suda and Fuda and FICA. And yeah. Whoa, whoa, hey. yeah. State unemployment tax. I federal unemployment tax. Whoa, hey. Let me calm my counts a little bit. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. I am just trying to figure this stuff out. no, no, no. But you've got my Fike is only 7, supposed 9%. to be
1: yeah. My Fike is only supposed to be three point seven percent. You have it at three point eight percent.
2: We all become masters of the thing that we need the most. Uh, Absolutely. So,
1: once again, thanks for joining us. We are still under construction. And we are learning what we're up to here. But you guys, once again, have been a great audience. And I can tell that you're interested in what we're talking about by the look on your face. So, I'll say to you this. This is not the last time we're going to see each other. Holsey, Holsey, JBT, out.
3: City. it here.